Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. This is Jasmine. And this is Sophie. And once again, you've got two, three here. Um, our girls killing it in Germany doing things. So, yes. yeah. You guys are going to spend some time with us today. So, so let's get it started. What's the tea on Luke P? Luke P. We've been, a, we know we've been gone for a while, but the last time that we were talking on the podcast, uh, The Bachelor, Bachelorette was in its first or second episode, and now we're on episode five, and um, Luke P is still around, and I don't know if y'all listened to the last podcast, but I was talking hell shot Luke P, because <laughs> I don't really care for Luke P, and I personally am so confused how Luke P is still around. Um, if you've seen episode four, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but episode four, there was a big feud between Luke P and Luke S., because Luke P's a real bad guy, and Luke S isn't that much of a bad guy. And and Luke P's the crazy one, right? Yes, okay. he's crazy. Well, I don't want to say crazy because there's actually crazy people in the world. I just think that he's shown on this, this show in a really bad light. So in person, he's probably not that terrible, but mm-hmm. on the TV show, you have to have a villain. True. That's True. just how it works, and Luke P's definitely that person. Yeah. Um, but now we're on uh, episode five or six, and Luke P is still around, so. Yeah. yeah, we won't say crazy. We'll just say overly passionate. Overly very, passionate. Very consumed by her. Yes, he's overreactive to everything. Also, he's a liar. <laughs> and Let them know. So. What I'm not happy about is liars. Anywho, <laughs> um, I just don't like liars. But we'll keep you updated um, in future seasons or episodes to come i still think mike is gonna be the bachelor next season so fingers crossed i don't know we'll see um also in other television related news black mirror's new season is out and i'm not crazy about black mirror because last season of black mirror they had the black museum episode and it honestly gave me nightmares and so i have like stepped away from black mirror but a lot of people have been saying that we have to watch the ashley o episode with miley cyrus and i think that is their um title show for the black mirror episode this black mirror season it's the most popular and i believe it's the most watched um, but it has Molly Cyrus in it, and it basically just talks about being a superstar, being a pop star, and, and in the limelight. And it obviously has like that sci-fi twist that Black Mirror has, but it's actually really, really interesting. And it's kind of funny, too. Um, it was like an, I think, oh, God, I don't remember. It was for like an hour or an hour and a half. You know how Black Mirror is? It's like a TV show slash movie. Mm-hmm. It has like big production and huge plot lines and everything. Um, so... I would recommend if you're gonna watch any Black Mirror episode, Ashley, watch the Ashley O one. I don't know if it's actually called Ashley O, but it's about Ashley O, and it's honestly not that creepy. Um, and there's two good songs that came out of it, Miley, because it's Miley Cyrus and she's a pop star, so right. she has like songs. <laughs> and there's this one song called one song called "I'm on a Roll," and there's another song too. I can't remember the name of it, but I guess after the episode aired everybody was freaking out about these songs like you have to release it you have to release it and then i guess miley cyrus and netflix slash black mirror like collaborated together and then like finally released the song because we were just listening to it on youtube yeah um, <laughs> um and it's called i'm on a roll that's my favorite one there's also another one on there as well and it's funny because it says it's 
sung by Ashley O. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm a sucker for thoroughness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn all well that's Miley Cyrus singing it. Yeah. Like, it's Ashley O from Black Mirror episode. Um, it's really interesting. And it's, Black Mirror can get really deep and it can get really freaky. And I think that this is a lighthearted version of some effed up stuff that's happening, yeah. especially in our. Um, media and like technology technology and also within celebrities and um exploitation of them as well yeah yeah i i think um like that's why black mirror is always hard for me to watch like i try i've tried getting into the seasons i honestly have never finished a season just because um it takes like the horrors of human like human life and like really magnifies it's it for really you really gonna happen yeah. like half their stuff that they're talking about i'm like oh for real though, yeah. if y'all, if we're not careful. Right, well, and especially with this season, how they're so focused on, like, being technology savvy and, like, media mm-hmm. and how um, the world, how the world is being affected by our new social media and, like, technology habits. I'm like, this is, like, real life. Like, people really, like, get consumed with, like, their phones yes. and being attached and connected all the time. So, you know, it's a good eye-opener, so hopefully, like, we it's can all take away something. Creepy. Yeah. Literally, Black Museum is the scariest piece of television I've ever seen around. It was just like makes your skin crawl. It's not like gory, like ah, 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 scary. Yeah. It's like actually like, oh wow, like this is really messed up. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had nightmares, so yeah. Black Mirror, I guess you're doing a job. Yeah. Well yeah, y'all doing it. <laughs> you're I, I'm not hanging, I'm just saying yeah. I know what's good for me. Right. The objective has been reached. Like y'all <laughs> yes. did it. I, check. <laughs> I get it now. Um, so, I mean, other than, like, the lighthearted, what's been going on on TV, moving into some other, like, other serious things, I guess, a little bit more, a little less lighthearted, mm-hmm. um, and what's happening in pop culture, first and foremost, um, there, there has been a video floating around of Kim Kardashian doing a speech at the White House, just basically thanking Lyft, um, for their partnership, um, that, that, you know, that she's kind of working on i don't know if it's like a bill uh, i'm sorry y'all i should have looked Look, deeper, i don't but know basically government jargon yeah so exactly whatever same. she's working same. on right. Poli- yeah. a bill if it's a law look i don't know yeah a po- the political jargon sorry but sorry. essentially a partnership has been um instilled with lyft to opt to provide formerly incarcerated people um with gift cards to be able to utilize um to be able to utilize, like, uh, the sh- sorry, Sophie's typing something. I'm <laughs> my Basically, so these gift cards are going to be provided to them to be able to utilize the ride share so they can get to job interviews, they can go visit families, they can ha- they have the ability to go to jobs, and I think that it's a really great, um, another step forward that she's kind of putting limelight on because the like life after prison is not an easy adjustment for a lot of people and that's how they end up back in prison and with the and you know it's a course of of a a goal to lower the recidivism rate because especially because the people that are directly affected by that you know are marginalized groups primarily you know people of color like african-americans and so the best way to break the cycle of poverty and to break you know, recidivism and, and to make our community and the world safer is to provide opportunities for people to better themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like you can never make someone want to change and want to improve or be better, but the best that you can do is is provide those opportunities for them because it's like, how do you expect someone to make, to go back to normal and to, you know, how do you so expect true. them to get their life, life together again if they've just been sitting in prison for however long, right. you know? And what's normal to them 
when they're in prison and outside of prison is a big culture shock, as I can imagine. Exactly. Um, I've never been in that situation. But also, I do think that people that have access to transport transportation or the means to pay for transportation, Uber, Lyfts, bus fares, etc., you take it for granted until, you know. Right. Like, you can't imagine the when it's taken away from you. I mean, that's, like, a lot, honestly, like, your freedom. Mm-hmm. Being able to have self-agency to go wherever you want, whenever exactly. you want, however you want. Mm-hmm. And when that's taken away from you, from you, it can be really devastating. But shout-out to Lyft for partnering. Yeah, and shout-out to Kim, honestly, for being so diligent and just um, really blocking out the noise of what the public has been saying about what she's do about what her what her possible ulterior motives could be for wanting to you know make such an impact on, on a on like a scenario and on a situation and issue like this but shout out to Kim and you know like pe- people can say what they want about her but I think I think it's amazing that someone with her platform is really pushing for is really pushing for you know these these incarcerated people and is really pushing for um justice and you know, just really, you know, really fighting for these people's lives because um, it's easy. It's easy for them to get lost in the background. It's easy for them. It's easy for people to overlook it, especially you know, like people like us who just live in like middle class lives. It's really hard for us to fathom what they're going through. Right. Um, and so it's amazing that someone with, with such a big platform is willing, you know, to put such a limelight on this and to really, you know, make it to really bring attention to this issue because. You know the, the the cycle of poverty. Like, like there's this this misconception that if you work hard enough, like you can you know you can break free from like from like your upbringing. But that's like that's not always the case for people. Like it's it's really not always that easy. It's not always just like that simple. You know, there's you know it, essentially when you're in a situation like that, like it's just about survival. It's not about yeah. you know it's day by day. And so again, shout out to Kim. Um, shout out to Liv. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that just, like, we're really, you know, we're moving forward to just make life better for people that right. are in situations like this that they can't get out of. And Lyft is really outdoing themselves. Yeah. I mean, their main competitor is Uber, and Uber does not have a great track record. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Not right now. Yeah. Not right now. Especially. Shout out to Lyft. I'm like, they're taking every angle that they can get, and I appreciate it. Yes. Speaking of Lyft... Not really. <laughs> on maybe this will lift your spirits, huh? <laughs> if you're a Raptors fan, um, the Raptors won the NBA Finals, and the only thing that I have to say about this is I forgot how annoying Drake is. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> he like I. You guys know I love him. I'm a stan, but I'm like, why is he acting like he's playing? Oh my God. <laughs> he he really is. Taking- I'm like, baby, Kawhi Leonard did that, I like. Know. <laughs> He's like, you see all this? We built this. We built this. I want my chips with the dip. I was <laughs> like, and with the fake Jamaican accent. I was like, bro. I know. Please. And him at like the celebration, the two new tracks. But I will say though, we love that he put Lil Cece on the beat for Money in the Grave. Because um, she's, if you guys don't know who Lil Cece is, she's basically just a, a model producer. You know, she's on Instagram if you guys want to find her. I think essentially what happened is, is she saw Drake at a party um, shared some beats with him, and then that's how Money in the Grave came up after the Raptors won. But shout out to her. We love sound. We need sound engineers. We need producers that are women, Absolutely. especially in the hip hop industry. Here. Keep it going. We love it. And honestly, Money in the Grave, um, out of the two songs, is definitely the one that I like the best. So love that. Shout out. And speaking of 
bomb-ass women. Yes. The Women's World Cup, <laughs> FIFA Women's World Cup, excuse me, is happening right now, currently, <laughs> in France. Um, for people, I mean, the U.S. is pertinent to us because we're American, um, so I don't really know what's happening in other countries and how they're celebrating the World Cup, but um, the Women's U.S. team plays on Thursday at 1 o'clock Central Time, because Central time. Uh, I'm. Do you I know think, what country they're. Playing? I think they're okay. I could be wrong. It's either Sweden or Switzerland. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to be one of our harder games. Ooh. We our first game we played Thailand. Oh my god, <laughs> that was not fair. No, I said where's the mercy rule? We played Thailand and it was literally thirteen to zero. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, where is the mercy rule? There comes a point where you. This is not fair. It's like, like you thirteen to zero. Right. Y'all. You know, and I love Thailand. They got beautiful beaches and they got good food. Please yeah. let them not hate us. Right. So they gotta cut it off at some point. Right. I'm like on a global scale like that. Y'all right. Really at the World that? Cup. I like, got at the World Cup. And then um, our second game we played Chile and I believe it was like around two zero or two zero three zero or something like that. So um, women's world, the women's World Cup is super big and we as the U.S. have an awesome women's football team or soccer team whatever however you want to say it um and so i'm looking forward to seeing their game on thursday it's in france and so i watched france play um a little bit i i saw france play nigeria a little bit mm-hmm. um i don't know how the outcome came but i guess they're saying that the winners are gonna or the people that are gonna go to the finals is the u.s and france and i don't know if people are just saying that because we're in france and france did win the men's world cup yeah you last World Cup and um, gold medal game in the Olympics when the women's U.S. team has been with Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, so and it'd we'll be see. cool. It'd be cool because we lost the World Cup. This was okay. This was forever ago. This was forever ago. It's okay, Let but like know. this is like the World Cup before the last World Cup. We played um, Japan in the World Cup, lost. But we won them. We won against Japan in the U.S gold medal game mm-hmm. for the summer olympics mm-hmm. i'm like what if we played you know we got with japan this world cup and then we play them again in the 2020 summer hell olympics yeah. in tokyo hell yeah that'd be like let's redemption. break it i know let's make it into exim- yes. existence we did we already have a world cup though <laughs> so I, like we won the world cup the last world cup that we had but i'm just saying crazier things have happened so we'll see. Uh, I know they're in France, and I was talking to my grandma. I was like, "Is this a coincidence that they're they're in France after the, France won the men's World Cup?" And she said, "No, because apparently it's a big ordeal mm-hmm. um, to like bid for uh, having the World Cup in your city." And I guess that the tea has been spilled that Kansas City is um, putting up a bid to have the World Cup, the 2024 World, 2023. Whatever, 23, yeah. Whatever the men's World Cup is, which I think is in two years. Oh, um, yes. Okay, so 20... 20 21. 21. God, what is math? Whatever the math is. <laughs> what, whatever You guys can calculate that on your TI-84, whatever it's called. You guys right. can calculate it. But whatever the next World Cup is, I guess Kansas City is having a bid for it to have uh, the next World Cup in... What? Really? Mm-hmm. Can we... Ha- like, do we have the room to hold capacity like that? Damn. All right. I mean, like, I think they probably have to get some architects together and be like, we're building it. 85 yeah. stadiums in two months. Yeah. So figure now. it out. <laughs> now. Yeah. I mean, but like we have, I mean, Kansas City's on the come up a, a little bit. And, um, yeah. 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 And uh, apparently, back in the day, we were called the 
soccer capital of the United States. So all right, I'll take it. I, I don't know, and we don't have currently we don't have a men or a women's we don't have a women's football soccer team right now. So hmm. whatever is happening, I'm not too sure, but um, it'd be cool if we could have something here. Yeah, for sure. And we love Kansas City, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be here right? a while, right? Okay, so to wrap up our pop culture segment real fast, um, you guys know Sophie and I love talking about the YouTube beauty community. Mm, mm, mm. Um, we spilled some tea plenty of times here before. Yes. Um, so, so what the fuck is up with Jacqueline Hill? I don't know. Okay, I am like really, I really like Jacqueline Hill. Yeah. I've watched. Yes, quick disclaimer. Yes, no, no tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. I love Jack. I loved Jacqueline Hill. I'm kind of up in the air about how I feel about her right now. Um, honestly, it doesn't really matter because she makes she makes too much money, for my opinion. But here it is. Um, I love Jacqueline Hill, and I watched I watched her forever, and I bought her first Jacqueline Hill palette, and it got stolen, and so I got it again. Okay, <laughs> like I just like loved it so much. Ew, that's gross. Someone stole a palette. Yes. Well, they Ew. stole my backpack and my backpack. Had the palette in oh, it. Oh, I was um, like, I mm, pink eye. It. Yeah. Not well, I'm not, so not, yeah, not, I don't so have pink eye. But like, they, who fucking knows? That's fucking whatever. Gross. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I've had two of her palettes and I had her um, shampoo. I had her, this got stolen too. The highlighter. The highlighter Becca? pack, the Becca. So it had champagne pop and her other highlighter, Prosecco or something mm. like Prosecco pop or whatever. And then it had three. Um, Three blushes. They were beautiful. They were flawless. That palette got stolen too. Whatever. But the thing is, she was collaborated with Becca Cosmetics and um, Morphe Cosmetics and those two transactions of makeup. So I don't know. She currently, um, which I love those products by the way, but she um, came out with the Jacqueline Vault collection, which was a whole bunch of makeup, little baby makeup palettes. Um, that was through Morphe as well, and that was a big bust and a half. Right, yeah. That did not do too well. There was some issues with the integrity of the product, and um, it wasn't coming out on time. You know, the, there's well, a bunch of issues. Yeah, essentially what happened with that collaboration was it had been found that the lab that it was being created yeah. at there were tons of inconsistencies like it was yeah. pigments are being overpressed um or not pressed like just like a whole bunch of stuff because yeah. there were tons of people tons of people that received the pr package that started like swatching it and they started kind of using it yeah. and they were like this isn't pigmented yeah. enough it's falling it out. was like, like 50 50 yeah. like some people were like yes it's amazing and then some people were like no this sucks yeah and like honestly when you have such a big i mean she had huge turnout with Becca, huge turnout with her first palette she probably amped up the production and production couldn't be consistent with it exactly and like that's what I think that's what happened with the Morphe and, ja- and like Jack and Jacqueline Hill vault collection yeah. is what happened was they were like okay we have to we, they, they like made this huge announcement they're like we need to pull it yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. but now we yeah. have her own yeah she came out with Jacqueline Cosmetics and she released 20 20 lipsticks all new lip- it's either 20 or 18 um lipsticks and they were all new and if you're a Jacqueline Hill fan like you know she only likes new like I mean she likes other nude lipsticks but like or other lipstick colors but her main go-to is nude lipsticks and so she created her own collection of nude lipsticks and when people bought them which they were sold out on JacquelineCosmetics.com or whatever mm-hmm. this is her own separate entity this is her own line this is her own collection she is not in collaboration with anyone um 
they were sold out and when people got them in the mail there was tons of there was they found like hairs and and like fuzzies in their lipsticks there yeah. was holes there it was um like bumpy textures right there was grittiness there was definitely um some issues with the lipstick and um Jacqueline Hill came out with this huge apology um video basically saying that x y and z this is why you were finding inconsistencies within the product um which makes a little bit of sense but i also think that there's tons of people that have these huge platforms and they just kind of want to make money however what however they can right i was like you put so much also it's really embarrassing to put so much time and effort into a product just for it to turn out bad right well and also too like i don't mean to be this person but if you're if you're putting out okay so especially at the magnitude that she's at with her business if you're putting out tons and tons and tons of product and you're selling out like millions of units of products yes just to recall them and return them and throw them away is terrible for the environment so let's let's go ahead and throw that in but also too like for me um I, I don't really Jacqueline Hill was wasn't one of the YouTubers that I really ever got into. I love I think she's beautiful. Her yes. talent is amazing. She's she has gorgeous sell. looks. Exactly. She can and sell. so it's just like for me, like I'm just so like not sad, but I'm like frustrated for her that like she because honestly because how especially with those collabs when she was doing with Morphe with Becca et cetera et cetera like how much can like how much logistic you know production control did she really have like that easily could have been like on the lab on the on like morphe on the other brand whatever but now it's like on her own brand and i'm like like it's just so frustrating because it's like she just like with the platform she's at the talent she has like she deserves to be selling like like selling crazy um, like she is selling crazy amounts and selling out but like she deserves to be able to deliver quality amazing products to her fans and products that really are up to par with her talent and like her brand as a person and she has a huge, like, honestly, she has such a huge brand. She has yeah. such a huge platform. It makes sense for her to make that next step of, like, okay, I'm now I'm going to, I've already done all my collaborations. Now I'm going to set up and do a lipstick or, or my own brand. And then my first mm-hmm. thing is going to be lipstick because she's always a big, she's a lipstick junkie if you watch her stuff. It's just, it, it's, it makes me wonder the, like, actual side of people that are on, um, you find actual side of people that are on, YouTube, and I remember watching, um, or I remember reading something, and people were basically just saying, like, you'd be surprised, like, your favorite YouTuber is a sellout, or, like, your favorite YouTuber is definitely not being a wholeheartedly honest with, like, who they truly are, or, like, what their true intentions are. Like, like, if you follow with Jacqueline Hill, she has, like, 6 million followers on Instagram, or on, um, she has, like, 6 million followers on YouTube, and, like, similar amounts on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Like she just has this huge platform and she's built an empire for herself. Like her home is ridiculous. And that all has come straight from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think people forget And like her collaborations. And exactly, stuff. exactly. But I think people forget um they they forget that because YouTubers feel so personable because you're, you know, you're watching such intimate like one-on-one videos with them they share vlog stuff they share like their vlogging life they share their homes they share their opinions their thoughts and their and like and like their talent but i think that sometimes it's easy to forget that celebrities in general like they are they are deemed as celebrities as well the following that they have um the money that they're able to like the revenue they're able to bring in like they can easily be categorized as, as a celebrity and i think people forget that like 
um, there's like a certain uh, that like celebrities just don't show all of themselves. No, but, they shouldn't. Yeah, but I think um, YouTubers definitely show more than other celebrities. Oh, for like, sure. But they're like literally know, on camera talking. Yeah, them. kind of segueing into our evergreen topic, we kind of wanted to elaborate on the idea of like influencer marketing and the and like you know because again like I, I Jaclyn Hill is not the first uh, YouTuber like beauty to have blogger big controversy. Yeah, to have big controversy with like her products and stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's just, she's, yeah, she's not the first one. And, but I think, um, I, I, but for me, like just the idea of influencer marketing and strategy in general is so fascinating to me how like you can literally just slap this one person on a brand, on an item, you can slap their name on it and it blows up. But I think, I think like the main problem with influencer marketing strategy is people it's like companies and brands aren't sure of the longevity of the success of Absolutely. utilizing influencers. Absolutely. Like, how long are we going to be on top? Right. Well, and then also now, you know, cancel culture is at its prime. So when... when <laughs> yes, Yeah. And so when, when influencers and beauty vloggers are, you know, being blasted for dumb shit they've said, you know, ignorant, stupid shit they've done yeah. or said, like, that really, um, that really, like, impacts how their business with their collaborations runs like companies are quick to cut it off like you know yes. we've seen it happen and to cut off your endorsements yeah. you cannot be caught messing up right well and even too like i was reading an article from the business of fashion and essentially what the article was saying was um you like influencers need, need to be treated like employees where you know you do your due diligence of just scoping out their social media scoping out who like their brand who they are as a person and then also a lot of what a lot of what companies and brands are doing now is they're including morality clauses in their contracts with these wow. influencers so it's like if if something surfaces that makes us look bad being affiliated with you we're cutting it off no questions asked no, like nothing you know that kind of type thing because it's really important because again like influencer strategy and marketing is so it's not it's unless you're like the Kardashians, it's never guaranteed the success of it. It's never guaranteed that you're going to, you know, make all this revenue and make all this profit. It's never guaranteed that like, it's going to be a better strategy than just simply whatever else you were doing. And that, and that it's never, it's like, you just can't like promise that you're going to make more revenue simply by slapping this person. I believe it. Yeah. But then also too, like Pete, we all like, we going back to kind of like Jaclyn Hill and stuff like, is that like I I just like hope that there is somewhere in this marketing strategy that there's integrity being built into these clauses and into these contracts yeah. and, and into these collaborations. Like because, is that truly genuine? Yes. Like but, these yeah. like what you're saying and what you're giving to your audience and your demographic and your followers. Like is it true? Yeah. Like is this like something like is it really fluffy right. glove? That's why there's. Right. issues with your product right exactly or do you really quality? love this product that much mm-hmm. or you know what i like there's i hope that what we are seeing and how she portrays herself in certain aspects is like truthful because it is a easy way for especially with jacqueline hill if she's raving about one product you know it's going to be flying off the right. shelves well and not and it's it's one thing if you're not going to be like genuine about how you feel about a product fine but at least for a business standpoint and like being business savvy at least make sure you're delivering consistent quality products every single time right. because that is what's going to keep again you can slap a name on a palette you can slap a name on a t-shirt and it can sell however much but then in that first in those first few million units when people are like 
when people are like, no, this is not this it. Shirt's like this scratchy. Yeah, like this palette out. is shitty, yeah. like kind of type thing. Like yeah. when that it, you immediately you lose that whole market. You lose all that revenue. Like they're not. It's yeah. retention. I think is is like what we need. Retention when it comes to marketing strategies, honestly, needs to be like the primary goal. Yeah. And and. And I know, like, in our lives and in our time right now, it, with everything feeling so fast and with social media, like, we just feel like we're always on the go, 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 what's next, what's next? But it's, like, ultimately, the goal of marketing strategies is retention. You want to retain your market, and you, you know, you want you want it to, not only do you want to retain it, but you also want to grow, and, you, and you, you just want to keep bringing in more revenue. And so, I think, like, that's why influencer strategy marketing is so iffy, because influencers can be you know it can be very 50 50 like if you know if, if, if shit from their past comes up buy like there there goes a good majority so canceled you know if if they're continuously delivering shitty products buy you know like it's, it's not consistency and it's yeah. making their company look bad exactly slapping a name on it doesn't guarantee that it's gonna be it's successful you know so there's so much more and to that's it. I, and you can even look at looking at becca cosmetics like when champagne pop came out it's huge but like do people know that there was a chrissy teigen and a chloe and her malika, malika yeah. collaboration right i mean i mean it might be big in like the youtube community but still like champagne pop was huge yeah. Because it was word of mouth, like yes. exactly like quality. Everybody word of mouth. had Everybody it. on YouTube was Everybody like yes, and then it. and then they told, and then it just and it was also at a prime in. time where like highlight the the trend of highlighting was really popular, mm-hmm. like at its peak. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it just shows like, but like the Jacqueline Hill and Becca Cosmetics might be bigger than some other collaborations that Becca's had, oh, or some other collaborations sure. that like Too Faced has had, and vice versa with whoever is. Mm-hmm. Especially with YouTubers and influencers. I mean, you see, like, some celebrities that do collaboration. The thing is, they're just celebrities. Like, do they really need the extra cash flow? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, like, influencers and, like, YouTubers, I mean... Right. It's like, if you have a collaboration, it's kind of like a, a rite of passage. Right. And, like, don't get me wrong. I respect YouTubers and beauty bloggers for wanting to invest that their, their money that they're making it on YouTube into Absolutely. actual, like, businesses and, and into actually, like, maintain their money. And, like, because, so again, like... It's social, new business. Yeah. Well, You're social making media, history. Yeah. Social media changes... Um, so quickly like you know relevancy changes all the time like I remember I started watching YouTube videos when I was like 13 those beauty vloggers from then don't exist now like That's they're not like relevant anymore geek. yeah make a like, with the baddest Marlena yeah like um so it's it's just like I I, I admire and I appreciate um the fact that like they're wanting to invest into more than just their YouTube but like at the same time um there's just like an there's just like a morality to it for me that I'm like you have to, you have to like there are so many reasons it's like obvious that you have to provide quality products it's obvious but there are so many reasons to really cover your ass and really make sure oh, it absolutely. is you know and and if you want to maintain that brand you want to maintain your name like mm-hmm. you know it's if it's your business you gotta like you gotta be a little bit more diligent a little bit more wary and yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how it flows and how people recover from I mean there's going to be new PR tactics of how you recover from really bad collaborations right. or really bad uh, launches and stuff right. like that I so. know I'm almost curious to see like what other products she'll like release and I know stuff. or if she oh. will I mean like girl yeah. the vault didn't even I don't even know if the vault even was out to sell yeah like, I don't oh even yeah. I don't even think people bought yeah. it yeah well did they ever like restock it I don't think they did I think that they gave it up to PR and then some people <laughs> bought it and um 
they got in and they didn't like it and I had something to ever restocked it. Yeah. I like remember when I bought my Jack and Hill palette, like I waited for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Online to uh, like get through. Yeah, and again, it just kills me to think about all those products being thrown away, these millions of units yes, of products, and, and like, I'm like, oh, we're killing And like workers, earth, it's not like people don't work for this kind of stuff. Exactly. Like there's a lot of labor that's gone into gone into all these products right and it's just like hmm. and i mean you can only hope moving forward because have... again she's been very apologetic she's you know come out with a statement and she's a very aware and right. so you just hope that moving forward like but it makes me wonder i'm like y'all you see big names like mars bobby brown mars mac <laughs> mac Nars. Nars. yeah bobby brown two-faced i mean they have cons- like they're always consistent they don't have issues like maybe you should just let them s- Stick to what they know. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, just stick to YouTube because now you're over here wasting every damn product on this planet and you're exploiting all this labor. Like, figure it out. Like, we can't sit here and have all this this waste. Yes. Yes. Say it. We can so. not <laughs> have all this waste. It's so annoying. Right. Just because you want to make a little extra cash or just because you want to have, like, a collaboration. How would you make sure it's perfect before it gets sent out? Mm. And that's the tea. And that's the <laughs> <laughs> On to our favorite part of the yes. podcast. Wrapping it up. Um, thanks for listening to us ramble. Our weekly playlist. So, what have you been listening to? I've been listening to the same thing that I've been listening to last time we were on the podcast. It was like, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, dedicated by Carly Rae Jepsen. Is that album? It's easily <laughs> the best album that's come out of 2019. And easily one of the best things that has come out of 2019. I'm obsessed with the album and I have new favorites every single day. It just kind of changes. I still I still like the sound and feels right. I like some some kind of drug. I mean, I just like them all. Anyways, so I listened to the album so much that Spotify was like, hey, maybe you should listen to a radio that's <laughs> sounds like dedicated. So I'm listening, uh, I'm listening to a lot of the dedicated radio, and if you if you don't know how Spotify works, if you're not on shuffle, um, if you go all the way through the album, and once you get that last song, it'll like pick up songs that um, are similar to the album. So that's what I've been listening to, the dedicated radio, and it has artists like New JoJo from like 2018 JoJo. What? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like newer renditions of like Never Too or Little Too Little Too Late. Yes, Never. Yeah. Little too late. I don't know. Too little too late. <laughs> whatever it is. You know what I'm talking Leak, about. Leak, get out, whatever. Yes. Yes. That's a, it's a banger. Um, so there's like a couple of JoJo songs on there. Some Tolo songs. Some Troy Sivan. Kim Petras. And a whole bunch of other stuff out there. Um, I like all these artists, but there's some songs that I just like haven't heard in a while. Or I, for, I haven't dove into like certain individual albums especially with like Jojo like there's some songs in there that are bangers mm-hmm. um, and some Kim Petra songs that I haven't explicitly listened to and, it, and, it, and it's not like just these same four artists it, it's just a whole bunch of cool stuff but the thing about the radio is if you like it or if you thumbs up it or heart it it'll get saved and put into a playlist like liked from radio I so, love that shout out to Spotify yeah, Spotify got y'all Damn. Yes, I love Spotify. I really should switch back. Because <laughs> I have a Spotify account. If you have a brand, stick to it, you know? Yeah. Um, although I've been listening to, like, my summer anthems, The London, obviously, by Young Thug, Travis Scott, and J. Cole. Obviously. Obviously. Um, yeah, it's like... Like, you know, like that gif of a Tina Belter, like shaking. Yes. <laughs> like what I yes, with like the chicken wing twerking. That's yes. what I look like every time I listen to that song. Love it. Um, J Cole's verse kills me every time. Yes. It's amazing. Um, also, I've listened. What I'm listening to is "Chasing the Summer" by Chantel Jeffries and Jeremiah. 
Um, she is a fraud. Yeah, Jeremiah is a fraud. <laughs> yeah, I gotta support my girl Chantel. Um, again, I love the people. We're all out here for female sound engineers, female producers. Yeah. Um, her music is different than what I listen to because her music, I describe it as very trop pop, so tropical pop. Ooh, like I like yeah, it. It's very much like you want to be on the beach in Mykonos, listening to it, you know, kind of type thing. <laughs> or like, yeah, or like by the pool. Like, it's just very summer vibes. Okay, like, I have to um, listen to it. You know I love the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Where I can like paint out what the music video should look like. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that, and that, yes, that's like... Her music video for it um, is definitely not what it should be. Yeah, it's well, I can just yeah, not. it's not. It's not yeah. like no, no offense, Miss Jeffries. We love you. I love you, but like, no, it's not. <laughs> like we get it. You're hot. I don't need a whole fucking span of just you the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, Girl, give, give me, me something. Yeah, give, give me, me some something sand. real. <laughs> <laughs> give me some sand, some trees, right. palm trees, Y'all little coconut. Coladas, yes. Like, come on. <laughs> But that's pretty much all I've been listening to. If you guys have made it to the end of this podcast, thank you so much for spending your time with us and listening to us ramble. Um, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, you probably already are following us if you're listening to it. But, you know, just to reiterate in case you aren't, do it. Tell everyone else. Yes, um, please. Follow Send out all of our social. A telegram yeah. if you have to get people to listen to us. Right. But yeah, follow us on all of our social. Um, Give us an email if you want to let us know what you've been listening to. Any thoughts that you... <laughs> any um, thoughties that you need yeah. to complain <laughs> right. about. Let us know. Theweeklybaycay at gmail.com. Also, theweeklybaycay.strikely.com. Our website. You know the deal. But, once again, this is Jasmine. And this is Sophie. And you've been listening to... The, the Weekly Baycay! Weekly Baycay. <laughs>